0: Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It is the last episode of what has been a very strange year. Thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, If you've been with us since March or April, whenever we started, if you've just found us, if you have subscribed, thank you very much for being part of Baffled. Uh, My name is Dan. Mark is here as well. Hello. And Connor is also here. Yes, gents little bit of a difference today. We've not brought you nine factors always because we're a bit all tapped out after a fact-laden year. So we thought we'd share you something that um, well, you won't have heard before. Believe it or not, <laughs> uh, we actually practised this. We actually did a run-through, uh, which has never made it to air. The very first baffled episode that has never been released. It is our pilot, and that's what this week's episode will be.
1: Arguably one of the best episodes we've ever done. I, it's would true, say, I would no say but
2: no one no one ever got to hear it two important things about the pilot number one we weren't called baffled we weren't called baffled at the time but you will notice a single point in the episode where baffled name gets created uh, and point number two Dan doesn't know how to use technology so he sounds like
0: So sh- a thing is is uh, this episode which is really annoying I can't believe that I didn't click the button um also a little bit of joy for me this probably won't be an episode where you hear Connor mention IBS or Austin, Texas, and yeah, I don't think so. Because there's been no listener interaction at this point, he he, he doesn't quite have the smug appeal of his belief that he is the listener's favourite. So listen out for that, Connor. What you got to say?
1: um no no i was just gonna say arguably i do think this is one of the best episodes on reflection of all of the episodes we've done this one does stand out i understand it was the first one but i just remember it being good fun yeah. it was really I'm, it was really good
0: it was really, I remember really coming good. away from that i remember coming away from that um on the record being like oh, oh. i'm not sure how how this is gonna go and then when we listen back i thought you know what maybe we're in for a winner and at the end of 2020 with one million downloads later um uh, it turns out i was what I wonder the difference in what
1: we sound like on this. Okay, so for everyone listening right now, is there a massive, like, we're doing the pilot, we're like, wait, well, what's going on? The first fact. It was and before we like, got
2: defeated and depressed. Come to, the,
1: come to the 37th episode, it's like, equally i
2: I think this was recorded about the very first week of lockdown in march so we weren't in the same room we'd we'd had a meeting pre-lockdown i think it was about kind of the very first week of lockdown so we're not even defeated by coronavirus at this point so we're probably sounding quite chipper and happy about things which is quite a change from this from last week's episode if you listened
0: and also the one little word of advice that we had from the main boss of the show—I know—would would you believe we even have that? Was get yourself a little drink before. So who knows? We might be nice and alight. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think. Is invertbaffledpod.com just tell us what you think. You can even grab yourself a badge on there as well, because we're still sending those out Uh, and make sure you subscribe. And we will see you next year in 2021 for hopefully a much better 12 months and many more Baffled to come. So yeah, let's go. Here is the pilot episode of Baffled before it was ever called Baffled.
3: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
0: Welcome to a brand new podcast. This is called Amazing Facts. Very simply, it does what it says on the tin. Every week, uh, me, some of my mates, we will get together and share some amazing facts that we've managed to cobble together, that we've managed to unearth online and through occasional books, maybe if we remember how to read. My name is Dan. Hello. This week, uh, I've got a few facts for you. They're about an empress of Russia and what she would do before she went to bed. We're going to have a fact about beer as well, always good to start with, and something about wiping your booty. Uh, we've also got Mark with us on the line. Hey, Mark.
2: Hey, how you doing? I'll I t- I tell you what, Dan. I am as as ready as I am to hear your bum-wiping facts. It has nothing on my facts today. That's all, that's all I'm saying. You can you can come here with your bum-wiping facts in a, in a time of national loo roll shortage. And still, it'll be nothing on mine. Today, for you, I have royalty. I have bodily functions. But don't worry, we're not going down there. And actually, I'm also I'm going to be telling you a little something about Donald Trump. Which, by the way, the impressions do not get any better.
1: Connor, what have you got for us? Well, it seems like you two have picked some pretty solid facts. Um, I've just sort of skimmed over uh, some of my faves online and found um, the, the names of birds that we love... Uh, that you may use every single day that uh, that bird has a name you 'll find that out some hidden calories, so if you 're wondering why you 're putting on weight and sending lots of letters, uh, I might have the answer for you on that one and something very strange about the newborn babies of the world.
2: What I love is that when you say there. That you have skimmed over. What it means is that you have crammed at the last minute because you forgot to do any prep. Let's be honest about this. Yeah, well,
1: I was pretty hungover this morning because this isolation isn't treating me very well. So uh, I've had to drink a lot of a lot of the beer to get through it. So uh, yeah, it was a last minute thing for me.
0: Well, there's two things there, Connor. You didn't have to drink a lot of the beer. Uh, also, I mean, you'll get to know all of us in time as we do more and more shows. Um, Connor, can you just very, very, very briefly talk me through uh, the process? Of you picking your facts. I mean, I'll pre it now. This is what you do. You went onto Google, typed in amazing facts. Did you know anything more? Uh, no, other, other than push enter. <laughs> <sighs> Took your life in you. He's
2: got
1: you there. He did have to push enter, in fairness to him. So. Yeah. <sighs> and I, and I, I did, I, I broadened the search a little bit. I did put um, amazing facts for the younger generation. That's a big word for you, generation as well. Well, Exactly. I found five good facts. That's what I'm saying to you both. All right. Look, you both know me very well, and I feel like you're underestimating the power of my facts. All right.
0: All right. I tell I've you got what. Good facts. Um, you you've talked the big talk. Can you talk further, big talk, with your actual fact? Come on. Let, let's start with you then, Connor. Since, since you've you've gone to the trouble of to- pressing enter. Uh,
1: Give us one. Okay, right. I'm going to open up with the first fact um, involving hidden calories, okay? So did you know, boys, that every time you lick a stamp, you're consuming one-tenth of a calorie? No. Yes. So if you're sending lots of love letters, Mark, um, you are probably consuming quite a lot of calories in your times of licking stamps and putting them on uh, on the envelopes. You know how I love to court in the old
2: fashioned 1800s way of sending letters. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, of course,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm getting, I must be licking at least a calorie a day. Well, a calorie a day. You see, I'm not because I just swoop in the DMs. So I'm not, I know Dan's a man of the DMs as well. But as for the, uh the calorie licking i was honestly completely blown away when i saw this i thought no way sorry
0: what's the calorific intake of a dm swoop con well
1: (laughs) well it depends on on how nervous i am for the girl that i'm swooping into so it could be a bar of chocolate as i bring myself a. enough courage to do so, it
0: so let's say this i mean it's it's a full nine out of ten if, if there is such a thing uh, like authentically on instagram you've been tracking her for a while you've dropped a few likes you, you've tried not to like too much in the past you, you can see her you want to get into the dms what are you um what are you eating to get yourself ready for for this
1: well, uh, I just I do have to point out there before I start going into my DM swooping ability that I do have a girlfriend, so shout out to her if you are listening. Um, we are still on. I'm just talking about previous moments of swooping in the DMs. All right, uh, well you, done. You've, you,
0: you've, you've, yeah, you've underwritten got, yourself there. You're okay.
1: Yeah, I, ne- you know, I need to make that aware. But um, usually just a bag of crisps, you know, get yourself some nachos, a bit of dip and, and, and go on your spree get swooping lads <laughs> go on spree. your spree is this a right i'll, I'll be honest i am
2: out of the world of uh sliding into the dms much to um, the chagrin
0: of women
1: all over the country yeah, I, would imagine. I know
2: it's a shame isn't
1: it <laughs> they're all like damn god he's
2: not free anymore is this a, is this like a spree you go on as in like you don't just go i'm going to s- Slide into that girl's DMs. You go, right, it's DMs, it's DM sliding time. Let's see how many I can slide into.
1: Well, I feel like we would all be lying, um, especially you, Mark. I think you'd be lying if you said that when you get in bed in your boxes of an evening for your little, uh, you know, tuck up time, you don't have an hour of maybe online dating or, you know, swiping on Tinder. Everyone gives themselves a designated time for the chats. So, On Instagram sometimes, I'd have a little look and just see
0: who's about. Does this work in the reverse then? Instead of you eating food specifically to DM, uh, if you've accidentally had like too massive a meal, I'm talking like meatball marinara, the vegan meatball marinara that had about 20,000 calories in it. If you accidentally eat one of those, you just can't help yourself. You've got this energy to use. You need to slide in the DMs. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, 100%. Honestly, you've hit the nail on the head there.
0: Well, I enjoy the fact that we've charted it from stamps to um, uh, subway-induced DM sprees. Uh, not not bad to kick us off, Con. Um,
1: just, to, just to sum up, that is a crazy fact, isn't it? Like, honestly, can you believe that there is one-tenth of a calorie on the back of <laughs> well, a stamp? yeah, because like, I mean, it is mad. Ev-
2: everything, pretty much everything has calories. You're effectively, what, what it's doing, you're not, by licking it, you're effectively eating a little bit of glue. So it kind of makes sense.
0: Did you hear the word effectively there, Connor? That means you need to pay attention to it. That means that he's being serious. I oh, know, very, yep. very
2: serious. That's that's serious. I know my, I know my stuff here. Mark
1: speaking. I've booted it. I've booted it off there with a killer fact.
0: Right. Yeah. You've got us off to a good start. Uh, how is Mark going to follow up? Uh, take it away, headsy boy.
2: Right. I'm. I'm going. I'm going in with a big gun straight away. I'm going in with royalty. Right. This I absolutely love. Did you know that the Queen's handbag is actually a body language communication device? So you know how the Queen always carries a handbag with her, right? Yeah. Right. The reason for that isn't just because she looks like that's their look. That's not just because of that. It's actually because she uses it to relay secret and silent messages to her staff. What? So let's, for example... She's finished speaking to a guest and she wants to move on. It's rude of the queen to be like, all hun, right, sorry. See you later. I'm bored of you. Instead, she'll move her bag from one arm to the other. And then one of her aides will come in and politely end the conversation for her.
0: I would like that job as the aide. I'd like to, to you know, fully... I mean, I'd love to look at the Queen anyway. I've got like a weird... Not a crush-crush, not a because I don't think you can have a crush-crush on the Queen. But I've got this weird... Like, I'm in awe of her. Do you kind of love her like an nan? Uh, yeah, um, it's like weird, isn't it? Like, I'd, 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 I'd like it to... Might... I'd like to look... I'd like to have an excuse to look at her for quite a long time as she moves her bag here and You'd there. You'd like an
1: excuse to look at the Queen for a long time.
0: Yeah. Hey, I mean, why not?
1: Have you got a, have you got a weird... Kind of queen fetish?
0: No, not no, not not every queen. Just, I, I <laughs> yes. just I, I love, <laughs> every queen. As <laughs> I, I love her, I love her as a nan. I don't think I, I reckon. I don't reckon you are allowed to have any kind of weird weird queen. loves of the queen. Yeah, not I reckon. That's,
1: Hold on, I, you know what I am like? I am always a little bit slow, so I am just wrapping my head around this. So she basically has a hidden message thing with her with her bag that yep. lets her people know that she's not happy.
2: Basically, so when she's done in a conversation, she will either yeah, Because of course it could come across rude, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's a little bit, you know, the Queen, she's gotta love everyone and she'll be just like she'll be chatting away for ages. Unless yeah. she moves her bag across from left arm to right arm, let's say, and someone sweeps in and goes, Oh ma'am, we must move you across at this
1: point. Imagine what? Imagine like, I don't know, she's she's pulled a muscle in her arm or she's got a little bit of eczema and it's a bit uncomfortable. And she's having a meeting with, I don't know, Trump, and she moves over her bag to her right arm, and somebody swoops in and desperately gets rid of Trump. There could be a little bit of miscommunication with this, couldn't there? Because, I mean, sometimes you do just change your bag arm. I mean, I can't say I carry handbags often. I know Mark does, but you, 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 Thank you. you know, it could just be a the- misunderstanding. Yeah, but the, but the queen's been practicing this for years. How long has she been on the throne? Like, I mean, she's on the throne. She's been on the throne longer than I'm on my throne. Every morning, we are going to struggle to find a more nonsense fact than that. That is honestly complete nonsense. I, I beg to differ. The value of that. If she decides that she doesn't want to
2: hold her bag anymore, sometimes she'll just put it down on the ground. That means end the conversation now. That's an abrupt ending. If she puts the bag down on the ground as well,
1: Mark May. I don't know what website or what you have Googled to find that fact but bravo mate bravo thank you very much I told you strong start I'm going in hard I'm I'm hitting with the big gun straight off man you could come and kill this you could kill the momentum here mate
0: here's a question for my fact yeah Uh, what colour's Guinness Connor oh Black? As in, don't, don't get smart, don't get smart. I know that's hard for you to, to even attempt, but <laughs> don't get smart. If black. I ask you a question, Wait, black. just three, two, one, what colour's Guinness? As in, when you see it, what colour is it? One, two, three, go.
1: Brown. Oh, you've changed there. You were saying black, now you're saying brown. Well, Make he it said, he said when you see it, and of course, when you pour it, it hasn't settled, so it's brown, right? It's like a brownie colour, isn't it? And then it settles to become black. I think it's a very dark brown. Mm, uh,
0: it's ruby red. Ruby, 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 ruby red. That's what Guinness actually say on their website. Uh, they say because of the way the ingredients are prepared, some of the malted barley, which is an ingredient in beer, Connor, uh, it's is similar. to. in fact, Bam. Yeah. you got to up your game, son, I tell
1: you. We have, we have opened up here with bird swooping DM sprees, royalty bag movements, and you're giving me ruby red Guinness.
0: How often do you. Uh, Liquor stamp, never. How often does anyone see spend time with the Queen? Much to my annoyance, less than I'd like. You've Uh, got a weird (coughs) thing for the Queen. We have found this out today. Yeah, that's. I think this is my favourite
2: fact from this: is how much Dan loves the Queen. I
0: know. What is this about? Uh, And this is what I'm saying: the most the most thing we we all do most often rather uh, is, is, is Guinness this is actually quite pertinent to our lives and I'm building up to it. Uh, I've got my, my wiping your ass fact a bit later on. Guinness is Ruby red. That's what they actually say. That is a great start. It's not black. You think it's black. It's actually Ruby red.
2: So it pours Ruby red. And then it sounds like she's like a character from Cluedo. Oh, Ruby red did it. Um, so you, it pours Ruby red and then what, then it settles to be darker because of the ingredients.
0: Yeah. In a, in a, in a similar way to coffee beans, that's what they say. It does settle a bit darker, but it never really gets black at all. It doesn't get anywhere near that on the spectrum. It's just mainly, uh, like quite a dark, I'll say it again, Ruby red. There we go. Uh, I mean,
1: it, hasn't changed my life, but thanks, Dan. But equally, Dan, you could have given me
2: seven guesses, wouldn't have got it. Guess eight, I'd have absolutely nailed it, but I wouldn't have got that in seven.
1: I can get how, you know, that is a fact that not a lot of people would know because I wouldn't have guessed it.
0: Ruby Red? We need to stop saying Ruby Red. Also, I'm sorry to... Yeah, I got that, like, from the Guinness... Like, that's research has gone into that. I went, I went to the Guinness website to get that down. All right, all right, you you just... trying to
2: show off that you're the most organised for this... This, yeah, sorry, the, I, I mean, didn't give
1: top research.
0: Well, the stamp fact is is the, is the most
2: ridiculous one I've ever heard The thing is, Dan, the sad thing is, you've given the most research, still the worst of the three facts Mate, so far. Mark,
1: you're the boy. You know that. <laughs> you know it. I don't think I've ever been called, and I quote again, the boy, so I will take Top that. research, diabolical fact. Yeah, diabolical fact. Well done, Mark. Well in. Next time you're at the pub,
0: what are you going to tell your mates? You're not telling them uh, this baffling... Next stamp time I'm at the facts. pub. I'm no one, tell get, my mates. Wait, hang on, hang on. Next time you're at the pub with your mates, you're not going to be telling them anything about stamps. You're not going to be, te- it maybe about the queen moving her thing, but you'll see someone with a Guinness and you'll say, you know what color that is? Wrong. It's not black. It's actually a nice ruby red. Next time I'm at the pub with my mates, right, I'm going to say,
1: listen, boys, I've started this podcast with my two pals, Mark and Dan, where we talk about these amazing facts. And my mate Dan told me this absolutely ridiculously stupid fact that no one actually really cares about, that apparently Guinness is ruby red. And then the barman's going to look at me and I'm going to go, I'll have an Amstel top, please, fella. And then we're going to move on. (laughs) Yeah, you can't handle the strong
0: drinks, can you? You've got to have the
1: top. Right, I'm getting into the next fact that's going to liven this up a little bit. All right, go on. Connor, hit us with fact number two. The Twitter bird's actual name
2: is Larry. No. No, no, the Twitter bird does not have a name. Do not be bringing this sort of information into this podcast. <laughs> Come on, is absolutely rubbish. The
1: best fact you have ever heard in your life the Twitter bird's actual name is Larry. Honestly, Larry. you are going to struggle to beat that in this episode. Larry. Larry. La- what? Larry. Dan's processing. Look, Dan, <laughs> Dan is silent. It's, it's got no <laughs> bearing on my life at all. No, I'll what? be honest, mate. That is, that
2: is, and. I'm using the pun here. That has flown to the top of my list of facts so far. Larry is the name of the Twitter
1: bird. How good is that, right? Because now every time you go on your phone and open up Twitter and look at that little bird on the app thing, you're going to know that his name is Larry. Your life has changed. Who's, who's typing? Someone's, someone's double-checking this. He's done it. He's double-checking it. I can hear him mm.
0: typing away. He's typing <laughs> away. The inspiration behind the name was Larry Bird, the basketball legend. Uh, yeah, Larry T. Bird. I mean, I've forgotten all about it. I don't even like basketball, so... The thing is, I always think it's
2: a little bit rude when you know someone's name not to say hello. Now I know that Bird's called Larry, I'm going to open up Twitter and have to say hello and have a conversation with are. Larry every morning. You and are. every afternoon and every evening. I'm on Twitter a lot, I'll be honest with you.
1: I just think the best bit about it is the fact the name is Larry. Like, if it was like Ben or whatever, you'd be like, oh Ben the bird, whatever. The fact it's Larry makes it even better.
0: If it was Ben
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you'd be like, oh, yeah, would Ben that. make it better? You'd be like, oh, that's pretty good. Wouldn't it? Oh, Ben. But Larry Why is Ben better than Larry? No, no, no. It's in like Larry's better than Ben oh so you're happy it's Larry rather than Ben yeah yeah like it's a, it's a good name innit like I'm just, shout out to all the Larry's out there like I hope you're doing well on that but what I'm trying to say is Larry <laughs> is a bit of a joke's name innit it's like if his name was I don't know like um Gordon Gordon it's like you know I feel like I'm I feel like I'm digging myself a hole here and abusing city names but can you say Gordon properly Gordon
0: no there's not it's not Gaw it's not G-A-W it's G-A-W. G-A-W. Oh, Gordon. We're not I'm not gonna get into accent bashing because that that's that's something that, that's a thing. I mean, we so we don't really eat...
2: insult with everyone called Larry, Ben, and Gordon. So <sighs> you know, we might as well insult everyone else while we're here. Connor do an apology for people called Larry Ben and Gordon, please.
1: Larry, Ben, Gordon, shout out you guys. Um Hope you keeping well during isolation. uh but, but Larry mate, the Twitter bird's got the same name as you, so uh
2: that is the worst apology I've ever heard.
1: I'm sorry, but if my name mainly because at no point did you apologise in it. If if I found out that the Twitter bird was called Connor, my name is instantly tainted. Instantly, do you reckon people called Tom used to have this back in the MySpace days? <laughs> I remember that dude. Do you remember this? Do you remember the pick as well that he used to look off over his left shoulder? Didn't he?
2: There was oh. like the pick was went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the weird... Was it a whiteboard in
1: the background or something? Whiteboard in the background, yeah.
0: I was never on MySpace. I was introduced to social media through Bebo, uh, which... Bebo was pre-MySpace. No, no, no. MySpace was early doors, and then it was Bebo... Myspace like, made like come little up. comebacks before facebook really took over but bebo is how i got into it and looking back i mean it was just so so tragic like really weak well it's like when you look at what facebook and instagram do now uh, and twitter to a degree like looking back at what bebo was doing at the time it's just what what was going on you could share loves to people do you remember that
1: i used to have pixo that but that was the main one pixo was great at, well, honestly, you used to have designated pages, so I had one called Fitties, and it had, like, the fittest girls in my year. <laughs>
0: Sick. Uh, so you'd look at that, then you'd go to McDonald's, absolutely smash down loads of Big Macs before you went on, like, a proper DM spree. Honestly, though,
1: uh, can you believe that 13-year-old Connor used to have a Pixo page with, a little, yes. like, with a little, like, separate page called Fitties, and you'd click on it. And there would be my top 10 fit girls in my year at school. Outrageous behavior. Yes. Next question. I can absolutely believe that. <laughs> that
0: is- what were the girls thinking at this time? Well, oh,
1: they loved it. Jarlene. Condog has featured them on his Pixo. Trust me, they were loving it.
0: Right. We're moving Com-dog. on because that- you can't. No, no,
2: no. no. I, I, want, I want to come back to this. Condog. Is, pe- is that what you were called when you were younger? No, that's Com-dog. what I call
1: my nonsense youth years the condog years that's when i was about the most so if if you had like a book if you had a book obviously someone would write it for you let's be honest about it but if you had a book would you call it uh the life of condog yeah that would be it you know the life of brian might be the life of condog the life of condog tell me that tell me that isn't a good name okay that isn't a good name
3: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
0: Right, let's move on then. Um, Mark, what you got?
2: Okay, so... This, I mean, this is going to blow Connor's little mind. Little you can't play, hum. Hold on a
1: minute.
2: I mean, Connor, wait we... for this. What? Condog, dog, con hush, hush, hush your noise, Condog. My. Get ready for this. You can't hum when you hold your nose.
1: Oh my God, I never knew that. See, it's blown your mm. tiny mind. I know, I'm doing it. Hold on,
0: look, I'm holding my nose. Mm. Mm. That's not humming. What what do you mean you never knew? How how do you think the noise was coming out of you? Obviously, if you close your Mm. nose, the air's got nowhere to come out. Mm. Hold on. How do you hum normally? Hold on. So when you hum, Mm. the noise is made Mm. by the air coming out of Mm. your nose, not out of your
1: mouth. Mm. That's a hum. Mm. That's a hum, isn't it? Yeah. Hold my nose.
0: How has it taken you a minute to figure out what a hum (laughs) is? (laughs) I forgot how to hum then.
1: (laughs) Mental. This is the level we're dealing with.
0: Right, here we go. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, listeners to the inaugural podcast, please pray silence. Uh, Connor, hashtag con dog, uh, is going to serenade us with his opening hum before he realises how the air actually comes out of your nose. Take it away, Connor. Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: And now hold your nose. Mm.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah no yeah Mate, so it's a true fact
0: it's a true fact no the good thing go. about that fact is I, I mean it, you know anyone can figure that out it, but it is something that you can test something that you can actually get evidence for which is, is
2: very very good I feel like I'm going to have to find something that Connor can prove or disprove every week
0: well, yeah. no, please don't. Because it took him five minutes to work out what humming was. For God's sake! Kind here's the fun on.
2: thing: when you hum, yeah. you can also. I'm just. am just going to. It's like occupying a little kid. It's like when you hum, you can also like make clicking noises with your tongue at the same time, like
1: because obviously your mouth doesn't do much. Do you know what else you can do when you hum? I don't want to know where you're going with this, mate. Swoop into the Ms. There we go.
0: The image of you. <laughs> on your bed, having smashed down a subway, it's swooping into DMs <laughs> while humming is honestly, Condog, something that has tainted this episode for me.
1: I feel like we're half an hour in and everyone's got a picture painted of me as an, as an absolute loser.
0: Right, next one. Yeah. Uh, on, this. I'm going to get a bit like deep diving on you here. Well, A bit like historical. Uh, Catherine the Great. Uh, where was she from, Connor? Catherine the Great. Russia, great answer. I don't know, like yeah, she, she, <laughs> she might have been there. Um, <laughs> uh, she said she needed virile young men uh, in the imperial... I love that. In the imperial bed, right? For the sake Dang, of a health. Your house.
1: facts, mate, are abysmal. Where are we, we
0: going? What? You've not listened to this. Okay. So... She needed like the very best men to be her bedmate. Uh, she wasn't. She she only had a certain amount of years on the planet. She didn't want to waste it with the con dogs of the world. Uh, so, her, like her future bachelor mates would be tested first by her friends. Uh, so they they'd all get a go on him on them uh, before it was it was her turn. Like there was like a process. It was like an FA Cup of. Uh, yeah, like playing around.
2: This is the original Spice Girls. If you want to be my lover, you've got to get with my friends. <laughs> there this you is go. the
0: original Spice Girls. That is, uh, yeah. I think Catherine the Great actually did write that in Russian, though, with a, with a touch of Cornish in there as well. Kind of what you're saying about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it just sounds like Essex, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. That's what you would need to do. If you wanted to share a bed with the Empress of Russia at the time, Catherine the Great, uh, allegedly history says you would need to uh, play the field in her court before you even stood a chance. Mad. There you go. Connor, how, how can you follow that
1: one? Well, Dan, I take your fondling with people before somebody else and I raise you that newborn babies – don't have kneecaps. Uh, yeah, I can believe that. There's nowhere for them to go, is there? Well, yeah, but I never, I never knew that. I, I thought that was strange. But then I guess what what I, what I learned from this, and this is me just, you know, using my very wise brain, that, that doesn't mean they don't have knees, right? They just don't have the caps that protect the knees. Is that a thing?
0: I think that kneecaps aren't actually atten- attached to anything. I think they float there in the... Um, in the kind of fluid that surrounds the ligament and they're only there for protection. So that makes perfect sense. So they just sense. haven't formed them yet. Yeah, you
1: see, look, I'll bring a bit of... Uh, you see what I do? You see what I do, guys? I bring factual information that we learn from.
0: I do see what you do. You go onto Google, you type in incredible facts and then obviously, notably, you press enter.
1: Crucial bit. Mark, you're, you're sitting quiet on this one, mate. Are you? I'm just, I'm just kind of processing...
2: I mean, like obviously they've still got the muscles. Are you doing? Like, what they're I'm still doing, there. She's still... imagining a leg that's just
1: jelly-fired, just wobbling around. I mean a little bit I'll be honest with you it also now makes a lot more sense
2: when like you know when you get when there's like a newborn baby and everyone's like I'm going to play with the legs I now kind of understand why they bend in ways they do Um, I feel like
1: I want to have a a kid just so I can see it like and work out Connor how
2: many times do I have to tell you that is not a reason to have a kid kids are not scientific experiments
1: well I just literally I just want to see it see its kneecaps and then yeah and then move on with my life once again not a reason to have a kid
0: well I'll tell you what you need to do Connor you need to head to Pixo, open up uh, Condog's Fitties <laughs> folder, and you've got you've got plenty plenty to try from. Then, plenty um, to pick from. Rather, you've got plenty to pick from. I want to find this Pixo <laughs>
1: page because it will still be live, and we'll link it in the episode, so somebody can go and have a little look at it. Oh, do oh, no, have, no,
2: please don't. Oh, I would
0: love that to be deleted from the internet. Uh, what we got? So, Mark, yeah, you're you're next.
2: Okay, this I absolutely love. We all know Donald Trump, right? Pretty famous. His former physician has revealed that much like a toddler... He used to try and hide vegetables in his food to help him lose weight.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. He drinks about a thousand cans of Coke a day, doesn't he? But I'm always very wary of any Donald Trump facts because I just think you could put, put put it on the internet. No one would ever know, and everyone loves a little reason to slag him off. So, but I can I can very very well believe that. I mean, we, we could invent a Donald Trump fact now and, It'd be, and, fake and you know, It'd be fake news. You know, fake news. Fake news. It's not
2: real. It's fake news. It's fake he. <laughs> <laughs> <news. laughs>
1: the veggies in his dinner
2: yeah so like he would get for example he'd get some cauliflower put it in with the potatoes mash it up and then he the president would just be like and again i'm having mashed potato but actually he's eating some cauliflower as well just try and keep him healthy mm.
0: what other impressions can you do mark uh, i'll be honest i can barely
2: do that one uh give me any famous person and uh i'll tell you if i can do an impression of them do an impression of me go on an impression of you. Oh, I'm Connor. Yeah, this is Condog. You should check out my Pixel page. That's my impression of you, mate. Yeah, it's basically what I sounded like as well. Yeah, Hang on. Absolutely. Absolutely nailed it, mate.
1: Right, come on. It's a,
0: it's a limited range.
2: I, I've, I mean, that's, that's what you think. But actually...
0: Right, well, we're going to move on to more veg facts, and I promised like a little bit of booty chat right at the start. How about this? Back in the day, in like rural farming communities, I'm sounding like you, Connor, <clears throat> in like rural farming communities. Uh, one of the ways that they would wipe their bum is with uh, like dried corn on the cobs. Ow! I yeah. mean, that's actually, it's like pretty
2: good advice for 2020. Given that right now there is a low roll shortage across shops in the UK.
1: Just get some get some corn on the cob up in there. What without? Well, I This is corn free, I I you've eaten the sweet corn off it.
0: I would imagine so. Maybe not. Maybe that might be a nice bit of cushioning, but where are you? Yeah, but but then you're gonna
1: lose little bits of it, aren't you? You're gonna have sweet corn up your butt.
0: It's another issue, but there is, as you said, a loo roll shortage. But where I live in South London, I mean, I live in a haven of farmer's markets. I can get any amount of corn on the cobs that I'd like. But I I think how it would work, picture this, somewhat like a car wash. You know, when you go in and you get the top kind of spinning round. that's what you do. It's like a um, a rotisserie. Stick
3: it on the end of a skewer.
0: Yeah, right in the crack there. Also, uh, in other news of how people back in the day would wipe their... (laughs) Boot. They're behind. <laughs> um, uh, in ancient Greece, they would use pottery. Sh- I mean, this is—I mean, this is classic, isn't it? This is stereotypical. In ancient Greece, they would use pottery shards and, and do a little scoop, a little scoop in action. There. I mean, these guys were the founders of philosophy, the founders of Stoicism, but they couldn't work out how to make a nice three-pie toilet paper.
1: I
2: mean, they probably had bigger things to worry about. I feel like loo roll is kind of one of those things you get round to doing when you when you've kind of solved a lot of other things but at that point in time they went corn on the cob that'll do for now we'll like place corn on the cob as you know wiping your bum but we'll come back to it later let's you know let's let's solve the issue of how we survive and making things move without horses first and then then we'll come back to the bum-wiping stuff.
0: But surely that's great. That's day one. Day one of starting a new civilization. You, you want you to get everyone... You'd sort out bum-wiping? Bum-wiping and decent mattresses. I mean, if you're going to eat this, you might as well in So some on day comfort. one,
2: you'd invent... Uh, you'd invent Andrex and Eve. Is that... Rather than Adam and Eve, it's Andrex and Eve with you on day one of a new civilization, is it?
0: We'll take sponsorships for Eve, by the way. All of those. Simba mattresses as well. They can get involved. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> saying, <laughs> I'm saying... I'm saying... Yeah, that that's what that's what I would do in a new civilization. Yeah, you can't you can't build an empire based on yeah scraping your crack out with pottery shards and corn on the cob.
1: How is this a discussion? I'm just sitting here losing my marbles at this chat. I mean, Colin, <laughs> what would you do on day one of a civilization? You've just created life,
2: yeah. or you've just like everything's new. You've yeah. got a bunch of people around you. Yeah, what is day one's activity?
1: Well, find the females. What's top and have a of the chat.
2: List? Sit down and have a chat. Yeah, like, like, don't worry about sorting anything out. Just sit down and have a bit of
1: a chat. Sit down, and have a chat. <laughs>
0: take pictures straight to the hot evil. Yeah,
1: get a Pixo page up and get him to take some selfies. Just go. Mate, you haven't, you haven't got a phone. You haven't got a camera. You haven't got an internet yet. All you I haven't got say, anything. As for wiping my bum, I would just use my hand. Who wouldn't?
0: There you go. We've covered quite a lot in that first episode. We've all done some stuff. Yeah, we've all got some pretty amazing facts to the table. Uh, to start with, it seems that you would never normally hear uh, unless unless we were chatting. I feel like I've learned more, though, about Connor than I have about life. Yeah, boy. <sighs> I think I think that... My- also, I learned a Pixo. Never had a clue what Pixo I was. I mean, to be honest, they, I uh, still don't
2: know what Pixo is. I've just been saying yes to make me sound cool.
0: Connor, is Pixo something that you invented to give yourself a, a nice way of snooping? It was a website, basically. You had a
1: Pixo site, so you'd make a website, and uh, it was kind of different to so like the Wix sort of vibe, and you could... Have a Pixo page, you know, like how you make your websites on Wix. It wasn't really like that. It was more of like a fun thing. So everybody had a Pixo uh, in my school anyway. I think it was like a year eight, maybe like year nine vibe. And you just made it. I think my Pixo page had my about. So I had a nice little picture of me and then a little I breakdown never, as to who year nine. eight was. And then
2: um, I feel like seeing as you mentioned Wix, we should also mention Squarespace. Otherwise, we'll be the one podcast in the podcast universe never (laughs) sponsored by Squarespace. Yeah, totally. So, uh,
1: you know other options available I'll tell you what I'll do for you lads I'll definitely track down my Pixo page and I'll fire it over to you little private thing for us three eh I can't wait
0: well let's move on listen if you've got um, some amazing facts fire them over to us at, I don't know amazingfacts at gmail.com uh, and we will have a few more for you next week say goodbye Mark uh, goodbye Mark uh, yes great okay let's do the two ones and say goodbye Connor sweet Dan Right. cheers for listening we'll see you soon bye